and I want to welcome everybody back to another episode of the Down to Business podcast here with Tamar Turner. And we're still pushing through 2020, not completely out of it yet, but we're definitely on the way. It's crazy just to think about um, how this year has been, how it's been pretty much from like the February, March era, once the kind of once it was declared almost like the pandemic thing. And then up until now, and just how we've we've gone through everything. I feel like it's almost been even um, the fact that I started before the pandemic, but I feel like we've only we've almost gone on a journey together, been able to kind of meet people, go through different experiences and everything like that. So nonetheless, we're going to keep that going here. And today I'm sitting down with Courtney. So Courtney was somebody who, once again, I feel like I'm giving Melanie almost a shout out now on a lot of episodes, but she was really dope and instrumental and really connecting me with um, a lot of more so in my recent episodes and this time period right now as we start series four. But Courtney was somebody who Melanie did send to me as just another dope individual, just another dope like business owner. So I'm definitely excited to be sitting down with her today and for to really just get down to business. So Courtney, how you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm, I can never complain. Like I said, really just pushing through, trying to end this year strong and really just, you know, looking forward to this. So can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your business and how you guys started? Of course. And sorry, my voice is a little raspy. Um, up here sounding like a dude and all. But either way, I'm Courtney B. I'm originally from High Point, North Carolina. I'm a graduate from the North Carolina Central University. I'm a full-time elementary education teacher, as well as the CEO of Drip Collection. Um, which is a small Black-owned beauty brand that, you know, specializes in simple beauty and quick beauty routines. Whoa. So just, I just noticed it's going to be a great interview now. If it's probably one state, um, that's probably my top amount of listeners. It's definitely from North Carolina because I did graduate from East Carolina University. So I definitely do have a lot of ties to Central. I love Central. Visited there a lot. Um, shout out to the bros over there too. But also, yeah, I'm, so I'm looking forward to this. So yeah, so all my North Carolina people, y'all definitely got to tap in with Courtney. So definitely very excited to hear that. Um, And especially just everything that you're doing right now. So something that kind of really got me from the beginning when Melanie sent me your page as I was going through it is your name so now that i'm well i, I said it right when i first pronounced it so drip and yep. now when i'm now that i'm hearing you say it so can you just tell me and something that kind of intrigues me but i haven't really been diving into it as much with my more so recent interviews but i really want to know a few so where did that name come from how did you derive that is that something special or did you really just kind of was that just off the off the dome to be honest that was off the dome i think when i was looking for a name i think i try to start like i feel like every girl wants their name in their business and courtney is you know a really simple name. I mean, it's only so much you can do with the name. But I remember that, like, at the time, I want to say it was, like, a song that was out. And Drip was becoming, like, having Drip was a big thing. Like, it was coming popular, becoming popular. And I was like, well, I'm going to do Drip. And I remember the first time I had, like, designed a logo for my business, I had spelled it, like, D-R-I-P-P-E-D. And I was like, nah, that's not going to work. Like, I'm going to have to take some things out and move it around. And then I came up with the spelling D-R-I-P-D. And I remember just spending hours and hours like Googling the internet, like going in business, registry lists, like just trying to find out who else is using this spelling like me. And it was very rare. And I didn't notice like at the time in my state where businesses was registered, um, I didn't notice anyone was using that same that same spelling. So it just stuck with me. Got you. I definitely like that. And I do remember you actually kind of just brought back a, a, a few memories. I remember when drip was kind of like everybody was using just the water droplet emoji. Everybody was kind of saying that that was a lot of the hashtags. A lot of people were tweeting. It was in a lot of the captions. A lot of the rappers were talking about it. So yeah, okay. I definitely like how you capitalized on that. So now when it came to actually getting in business, kind of being registered, coming up with the name and everything and really starting to look at products and what you wanted to do, what really sparked your interest in wanting to go the beauty route? Well, I've never been a big, surprisingly, I've never been a girl that was really big in makeup. 
But like lip glosses was my thing. Like I can give you a good mascara and a good lip gloss. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that sometimes I don't like putting a lot on my face because I do have sensitive skin. And so I was like, you know, to be honest, I was on my hustle. I was like, I'm broke right now. So I'm going to just go ahead and sell some lip gloss. And I just basically did a lot of research on my own. Um, at first, I did not have a mentor in the beauty field for business. It was just best off life experiences and just talking to people and seeing who you can connect with. And I had two friends that I had basically ran the idea off to. It was like, this is what I want to do. And they was like, okay, well, we down. Like whenever we got free time, we'll come over and we'll help you. So Google was definitely my best friend. And then I reached, well, I remember when I first registered to get like my DBA, which is a doing business as form to register your name and to be a sole proprietor. I remember just kind of like reaching out to the business center um, because when you register, they do tend to send you lots of emails and provide you with lots of resources. And I remember just like, I'm gonna call this hotline and I'm gonna just ask every single question I have. And the lady that I worked with at the time for North Carolina, she was very helpful. And every question I asked, she had an answer for. She could give me this person's email, this person's phone number. She could give me this web link. And then at the end, you know, they recap it and send in the email. So it was really nice to have that resource that was one, number one, free. Because starting off a business, you want to do, you do want to keep, you know, what you're spending very low. So it was free. And then two, I knew that whoever I contacted from here, it was a legitimate, you know, like contact. Like I didn't have to keep going through five and six people. I was basically going straight to the source. That's good. And that's crazy to even think that, wow, it just, that just made really think much easier for you. And something that, something that you said that I just love. And I even echoed on, on previous episodes, I really just echo it for life. It's just, like you said, you called the hotline, you asked as many questions as you needed. You, you did what you had to do. You found out the information you didn't just kind of take things at the surface. And I really think that that's important with business, with life, with, with anything really that we, we do just make sure you ask questions, make sure you, I feel like you can never really be too informed. It's always better safe than sorry. So that's always good that you were somebody willing to do that because sometimes it, it even places us out of our comfort zone a little bit. Like sometimes you may feel like you're being annoying or sometimes a person may feel like these questions are foolish or not needed or whatever. But the fact that somebody even took their time out to really do that, I think I think that that's important too. So I definitely do commend you for that. And to everybody listening, I think that that's a, a good skill to have, not not being afraid to ask questions, not being afraid to seek. Like she even said too, Google is her best friend. So it's nothing wrong with also getting information out there, not necessarily always just going with the, the first thing that you see or the first thing that you read, but doing that research, kind of taking those notes and, and going from there. So I, I I like that. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Now, would you say that kind of starting at a university, being able to have access to those those resources and even just kind of being in that crowd, being in that space where people, you know, kind of support the small businesses and being at an HBCU where it even seems like a more close-knit community that way too. Would you say that that really kind of helped propel your business as opposed to kind of maybe just starting before you enter college or maybe even after college, kind of being in a different realm, a different space in life? Yeah, I definitely think that my experience at HBCU contributed to the business owner that I am now. I think that you come in contact with so many different people who have so many different skill sets, who have so many different interests. And, um, you know, just being able to have that, I feel like at HBC, you have that close-knit family feeling. So it's like, even though you might have graduated, you're still not that far away from that person. So being able to really, you know, just kind of reach out to them and say, hey, this is my idea. Who can you put me in contact with? Or what resources do you know of that you can kind of link me to? I think that was awesome as well, you know. And then you meet friends there. And I felt like, my friends that have helped me with my business are my family. You know, they was just kind of like, okay, well, we down for whatever. And then when I did finally start releasing products, a lot of people that I went to school with were my number one customers. So it is nice because you get to relationship build, you get to network. And I'm going to be honest with you, people that 
have seen you grow over time, they will plug you in to different opportunities, you know? Like once they see like, okay, she's serious, she's working hard for it. I'm gonna plug her in here. I'm gonna plug her in there. Um, I'm gonna put her name in this room. So yes, I definitely think that HBCUs, Definitely help your business grow. You know, it's all about the relationships you build while you're there. Taking, you know, taking, I guess, taking the opportunity, I would definitely say. For sure, for sure. I really couldn't agree more. You got to definitely take advantage of that opportunity. You're already there. Like you said, use that power of the network and use that power of connecting with people. Use that power of speaking with people. These are people who you then go on to become lifelong friends with. I'm still lifelong friends and I feel like friends with a lot of people who I met in 2014, a lot of people who I then graduated in 2018, and then some people who I even met for grad school. You still kind of keep those relationships. You still talk to those people, check in with those people. Those are people who, and sometimes you were in the trenches with them, whether it be in class, whether it be with different organizations, just going through good times, going through bad times, but just experiencing everything. And y'all were living amongst each other in a sense. Being in college is almost like doing your own for that four, for that five, for that six, however kind of many you do it. So I definitely think that that's a good avenue. And like you said, those people then go on to plug you in, then go on to be resources for you, then go on to be really helpful. So I think that that's important as well. Something that you you mentioned kind of earlier too was when you first started off, you didn't really come into the game with a mentor. And I know kind of how that can be, how that can kind of just be a little kind of deterring, a little kind of, it can take away some motivation just because sometimes you don't necessarily have someone to turn to, someone to talk to, someone to kind of ask questions to, bounce ideas off of, even get advice from, even get motivation from. I know a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs, sometimes, look, you just wake up and it's just like, wow, it's just one of those days. Or sometimes you just don't have the same motivation. Every day your energy may be different or whatever the case may be. So what was that like for you kind of coming into the game in the beginning and not necessarily having a mentor, but still, you know, having to weather those storms, still wanting to see Drip kind of take off and be one of these great businesses and then still going on to be in business today i would definitely say it was very discouraging but it made me i feel like in a sense change my mindset like i had to change my mindset to go harder you know like you come in you're like oh well i don't have this person to plug me in or i don't have this mentor or i don't have even down to the money like i feel like when you do start out in general, to be honest with you, because it's not even about just not having a mentor, but when you start out in the beginning, it can be very discouraging to have all these roles and all this responsibility. But I think more so it was like, okay, I don't have this resource, but what am I going to do to get it? You know, like, who am I going to reach out to? Where am I going to look? Like, who I'm finna text tonight? Like, who am I going to send an email to? It makes you go harder. Like, no, I don't have a mentor. But at the same time, I have people who, you know, didn't even know they might have mentored me while I was in that space of beginning my business, you know, and it could have just been off a, a small little piece of game. Like, you know, listen, when you get ready to file this, do this. Make sure you put this on there. Make sure you type this this way or, you know, go to this office like. I still consider that mentoring because although you have not, you know, basically committed to a role for me, you've still helped me along the way. I like that for sure. I definitely think that's a good way to look at it. And yes, it even makes me think of myself a little bit too, just in thinking about some of those people who, who may not even really know who that really have motivated me in some way or have helped me along the way or have dropped the gem for me just because I may not necessarily have spoke on it outright, but then just the same, you flip it. And I'm sure you've even heard the same, Courtney, people that you've motivated or people that you've helped along the way or have inspired or given knowledge to or gems or whatever the case may be. And you know, that's something you'll still go under here. And I think that that's, that's almost like a, a great thing about life, a great thing 
thing about even going back to networking and just meeting new people and then just but meeting but being able to kind of have value with relationships nowadays and even friendships and just in our workspaces and then even in our social spaces. So I think that that's cool. So in talking more about Drift and, and something that I really want to get into, because I know my ladies are anxious to hear it. Can we just hear about um, some of the products that you have and then how you kind of started maybe what you've started with and maybe did you have anything special that you kind of branded yourself with or a special product that you were known for and then how you've kind of grown and what you're kind of uh, making available to your customers today? So we sell long lasting matte liquid lipsticks. We have hydrating gloss. We just drop lip liners. I have like vegan lashes, which means they're made from silk and they're not animal tested. And, you know, I just released some collection boxes that has basically like all the glosses or all the mats you need for like unlimited looks. We have a box for pinks and we have a box for nudes and they're called Just For You Collection Boxes. And then coming up in the new year, we are going to release like our first eyebrow pencil. I wanted to make sure I was releasing things that women could keep in their purse because I think as a female, it's like, it's so annoying to put your hand in your purse and you don't have the lip gloss that you really want. But, you know, being able to have those products that are going to last you through the day, last you through a Zoom call because, you know, everybody's working from home right now, or last you through your nine to five, last you through that date, honey, sometimes even when you got to have a little argument with bae, it's going to last you through. You can still look good and argue and get your point across. Um, But no, I definitely wanted a product that women could use and that was going to reach the women that sometimes are overlooked because we don't always leave the house in glam. You know, like sometimes I don't have that hour in the morning. I don't have that 45 minutes to beat my face. But I might can get in the car, put a little lip liner on, throw a mat on, and I'm going to be good for the day. Like it's going to look like I have on, you know, makeup. And I think also the older I get, the more I fall in love with my skin. And I'm more conscious about what I'm using on my skin and what I'm wearing every day. And I wanted to make sure that I was producing products that I could always reach to versus me reaching to big brands. So like even now with me testing out the eyebrow pencil, I've been testing out for months now. And I was using pomade and a brush and it literally cut my eyebrow time in half because naturally I have very thin eyebrows. And so being able to quickly grab that pencil, pop it off, brush them out, you know, fill them in and blend and be able to go in five to six minutes is a major change for me. Like I'm a school teacher. I am not in a capacity right now with wearing a mask eight hours a day to wear a full face of makeup and then come home and still expect to have beautiful skin without a little bit of irritation behind it. So I definitely wanted to push products and we are definitely continuing to push products of women who can quickly grab them for quick beauty routines, like five to 10 minutes, 15 to 20, you know, top. And then, you know, hopefully I have been dibbling and dabbling with looking to pursue clothing as far as like loungewear. So I'm currently in the research stage for us to drop our loungewear collection as well. Okay. And you even kind of segued into another um, category that I want to talk to just about future products and future expansion. But I like that. I like the convenience behind it. I like the way that you're thinking too. And even something that really stood out to me was the the just for you collection boxes that you um, were talking about. So what was the, I like that. I like that idea. I like how it can kind of just be personable. Anytime a lot of the, well, really almost every person who I bought on here has really just talked about that in some form or fashion. So I love that a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs and artists and just people who are offering a service or something of some something of the sort are really just really want to appeal to their customers really want to be personal so what was the how did you kind of come up with that just for you collection box and how have how have your customers and how have the ladies really responded to that so our ne- boxes when i first started designing boxes and i was like okay i want to have mailer boxes to be able to send out for large orders but i wanted to make it 
something that like when you see it come in the mail, it's like, oh my God, like I'm so excited. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been waiting on this product. Um, but I also wanted to reach ladies and let them know like this brand is built for you. Like everything that I'm doing and I'm putting out is built for you. And right now, I think when I released it, I had a great response. You know, people loved them. Everything they need, like our new box features two liquid matte lipsticks. It has two hydrating lip glosses and two lip liners. Um, And, you know, that's unlimited lip look for women who constantly buy beauty products or even when you sporadically buy it. That's a lot of product in one box. Um, And then our pinks box has three of our pink lip glosses and it features a lip liner, which is great for women, you know, who are just lip gloss wearers. Not every woman wants to wear or likes to wear matte lipstick. And so I think when I was thinking about it, it was like, okay, I need to have something for everyone. Like I need to make sure that I have everybody covered. And as a business owner, it can be very hard to do because, you know, you're going to let a couple people or a group of people fall through the through the cracks and not intentionally, but just by way of nature. But I did have a lot of people that was buying my products and was like, I love your glosses. I'm more of a gloss girl. And I was like, okay, Sis, we got a box for you. And then I had girls that was like, oh, I wear both. We have a box for you. Um, And I think in the future, I would probably, I'm more than, I'm not even going to say probably. In the future, I'm going to produce a box that has just matte. But I want to make them, one, affordable. And then, two, I want to customize them for what my customer needs, you know? Absolutely. It's always all about the customer. Even sometimes I hate to admit it, but the customer really is always right. Especially me just working in fast food, working in customer service. Man, if I, if I didn't, that's something that I wasn't. That's not something that I didn't learn the hard way sometimes, excuse me. But no, I, I like that. And so kind of just to just to veer off a little bit, you actually touched on it earlier and it kind of it stood out to me more as you started to talk about the mats and the glosses. So you and correct me if I'm if I say this the wrong way, but you said that your products are not animal tested, that they're made from silk, right? Yes, the lashes. Okay, so what what would be the benefits of well obviously I understand okay the the benefits of not being animal tested that's great and I think that a lot more companies in these businesses should adopt that with all different types of products but okay what would be the benefits of silk lashes as opposed to I'm not really sure what would could can you could you kind of just explain maybe the difference between yeah, silk sure. lashes and another form of lashes of course. So the silk lashes are more lightweight. Sometimes mink lashes can have a weight to them. And then when you are dealing with the eye, you want things that are very delicate and that are not heavy. So like even when it comes to eye makeup, you really don't want to put a lot right there because what people, what some people fail to realize is that your secretions and oils can clog up the pores around your eyelids. Um, And then you have like a sty, you know, which is basically like a a ball of pus basically in your eye and it's so funny because i used to work in an optometrist's office as an optometric technician and you would see people come in and they would have these styes on their eye and like your eye is basically like out of commission to where it's basically swole or it's really red and it's very painful they can be very painful um and sometimes you have to get them like cut laser or like sometimes you know just to be taken care of to relieve the pressure and it can take about two weeks for them to heal sometimes but i wanted something that People could wear every day and not know it was there. So that's what the lashes are for. They're very light. They're very flexible. They're easy to apply. If you are, you know, if you have kind of like short lids and you need to customize them, they're customizable. Like you can cut them to the length that you need. But also I naturally have long lashes. So I can't wear, like for me, I don't like to wear mink lashes. I don't like to wear heavy lashes. But I do like a little bit of dramatic effect sometimes. So these lashes were perfect for that because I could kind of cut and feel where I needed or just put them on as strip lashes. So they're they're awesome. They really are. All right now. 
I hope y'all were taking notes. I hope somebody learned something out there because I know I did. I didn't really know. But look, man, make sure y'all tapped in water. And I definitely do. I like that. I like when people kind of take the time to really get to know their products, take the time to get to know the ins and outs, what's good, what's not good. And even um, do some research on it because, yeah, I definitely didn't um, work anywhere near an optometrist office. But I do know people who kind of suffer from those styles. And I know how much of an inconvenience and how painful they can really be. I know people who were kind of out of school for those out of sports and, and everything like that. So you did say earlier, too, that you worked as like a school teacher. So what is that like also having to, well, just want us with somebody who just wants to pursue a doctorate in education in some form or fashion. I'm not too sure yet what route I want to go, but just as, as kind of just the emphasis that you have to put when it comes to being a school teacher, especially now with the pandemic and all the adjustments that need to be made, but still making sure that the kids are, are still being served, but also still making sure that your customers are being served and that your business is flourishing. What is that like kind of having that balance and how does that work for you? To be honest, it's hectic. It can be very hectic. But I think that both of them are my passions. And so I love working with my students. I love making a difference. I love being in my classroom. I love giving my students experiences they may have not had before and opening their eyes to new things. Um, And then I love my business. Like I love having that part of my life where I can be creative and I can be out the box and I can, you know, direct this. And I love both of them. And it can be hectic at the same time, because as a school teacher, especially now during the pandemic, people, please love on your teacher friends. Please love on your child's teacher. Like, please love on these individuals because it is so hard. Um, And as a teacher, you play so many roles, so many roles in a child's life during that six hour day with them, you know? And, you know, right now I would say that I'm just in a place where my school, you know, thank God, has not had any outbreaks. Um, none of my students have been sick, and I thank God for that. And so just being able to show up for them every day and then still come home and show up for myself is very important to me. I love that. I love that from the safety to just, like you said, checking on the teacher friends to just all of that. I could, I could just only imagine with, I thought being a business owner was hard in this during this time and I definitely thought being a teacher I felt like they kind of suffer from this the worst just and having to make a lot of well not the worst but one of the worst and just having to make a lot of the adjust but man you you just took on both of the struggles that I really thought were like kind of like up there so it's just like I, I really do commend you for that too and still being able to make things happen and still just and, and still just it's, it's crazy just to think about it's almost been a year in this and just kind of seeing some of the tweets and some of the posts about it that yeah it's kind of it's coming up a little quicker than we expected but it's really just also amazing too where some people say this definitely has been a heck of a year I would say it's really been an eye-opening year definitely a year for for turnaround too a lot of things we're able to kind of develop from this both on the business side both on kind of the work side the mental side the physical side a lot of things happen point blank period and so I definitely do like when people were able to kind of still stay on the good side of things and I definitely am looking forward to what's to come and so in speaking of what's to come I know you kind of touched on it earlier and just some of the products and some of the things that you were trying to bring to drip with the loungewear so can you just tell us a little bit about what expansion may look like for you what you're looking forward to in the future maybe even if you can give us any spoilers or any teases as to things that you're working on right now I don't want to say too much. I kind of want to work on it in private, but okay, um, okay. I will say that, you know, I am looking to push loungewear because honestly, like I love being in the house. That's just who I am. Like I can literally stay like since this pandemic has happened, I li can literally stay in the house for like a whole week, an entire week and not even think to be like, I don't have to go this place. I don't need to go outside. As long as the fridge is stocked um, and I have a little bit of Wi-Fi, I'm good to go. But I think that loungewear is becoming versatile right now and what we're going through with this pandemic because people are working from home. Um, and I think that, 
you still want to work from home, but you still want to get dressed, but you still want to be comfortable at the same time. So it can be kind of like a uh, type of struggle, you know, like, ah, I want to show up for y'all, you know, and make sure that y'all know that I'm really doing my work. But I also want to be comfortable because I'm at my house. So I think that that's more what I'm leaning towards. And then sleepwear. I don't know. I feel like every time I go to TJ Maxx or Target, I need to buy new pajamas you know? And so it's becoming a bad habit, bad spinning habit, but I love it because it's becoming so versatile. Like you can wear your loungewear outside and it's amazing. It's like you're comfortable all day. And so I definitely am doing a lot of research to make sure that I am getting high quality, you know, fabrics that I'm getting things that are going to stretch. Cause you know, I gained some quarantine pounds, you know, because I like to eat. So therefore I want to make sure that I have clothes that are going to change with my body. Whether I get smaller, whether I get bigger, I want to make sure that my clothes are still going to be able to fit and I still want to look good and I want to feel good. And I think sometimes when you have, when you feel like when you look good, you feel good. And I want the loungewear to still show people that like, even though we are in this situation of being in the house, it's like, you can still show up for yourself at home, like still show up, you know? Grab, go to your closet, grab that drip loungewear, you know, and turn your Zoom camera on, honey, and show up. Like, be there for yourself. So that's what it's really all about. You know, affordable, quality, and being comfortable. And show up and show out. And when you look good, you feel good for sure. I can definitely support that message 100%. And yeah, just because, I think you made a great point, just because you're at home, just because, you know, we're supposed to be quarantining and all of that doesn't mean you still can't show up. Doesn't mean you still can't, like you said, grab that loungewear, look good, you know, appreciate yourself. Self-love is the best form of love. I definitely do like that. So look, for all my ladies out there listening, look, make sure y'all tap in with her. Make sure y'all turn the post notifications on. Subscribe to the newsletter. Subscribe to the mailing list. All of that, just so that you, you stay up to date with everything. Because look, we're not really sure what's going on right now as far as when we get out of this. We, I, I think some of us thought we'd be out of this before summer. Some of us definitely didn't think we'd be out of this or we'd be still in this now going into the winter, into a new year. But look, like she said, you can't, you can, you can never be too comfortable. You can never feel too good and look too good. So definitely check her out on that. And so is there anything that you feel like we haven't touched on when it comes to drip the collection, when it comes to, you know, just being a business owner that balance, just you, the business in general, or just anything that you feel like the people out there should know that they, that, like I said, we haven't mentioned or we haven't talked about? I can't cross my mind, can't cross my mind right now, but I do want to say this to everyone that's listening, people that have purchased for me this year, people that have supported me. I want to say thank you because you have instilled an investment into my brand, into my business, and to who I am growing, you know, as a woman and as a person. And I want to say thank you, whether that was you actually bought a product for me, whether you liked, commented on a post, whether you shared that post, you know, whether you sent me a DM and just said, keep going, or I love this, or whether you just, you know, like rave to your family, friends, or followers about what I'm doing and my brand, I want to say thank you because that is still an investment and I do not want that to be overlooked. And I want to give a shout out to Mel from the Glam Stash for just giving, you know, plugging me in with this opportunity to be on this podcast. I really love what you're doing. And I want to say thank you. And to everyone that stands behind me, I want to say thank you to my fiance. I want to say I love you, baby. Thank you for supporting me. But yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I can't even say you're welcome enough. And I can't thank you for everything that you're doing for coming on here today for providing the value for everything that you're doing for the ladies, everything that you're doing for the children and everything that you'll continue to do for both moving forward and then some. And I really do appreciate you. I tell everybody, but I sincerely mean it from everybody listening to everybody who sits down uh, with me and really just kind of engages in this conversation, shares the space with me that I genuinely appreciate it. You really have become a part of a vision, become a part of something that started as a Twitter thread, then went on to just become an idea 
idea. Then after a lot of excuses and paychecks later, it, it eventually became a vision. So I'm really happy that I'm really able to go on and just, you know, be able to network with these people, be able to talk to these people, be able to meet these people and then establish connections because I know this isn't um, the last time that we'll be able to connect in some form or fashion. I definitely am looking forward to, to everything to come for sure, for sure. So like I said, I really do appreciate the value you, you came on and you dropped today. And so before we wrap things up, can you just kind of tell everybody and I'll definitely make sure that I include this in the bio. Can you just tell everybody where they can find you, whether it be the website, whether it be your social medias, everything like that? Of course. Um, my personal page is at the T-H-E-E court B underscore. My business page is at Drip Collection. Our website is dripcollection.com. Got you. All right. So my ladies, make sure you tap in. Like I said, make sure you join that mailing list. Stay up to date for everything that's coming because like she said, she didn't want to speak too much on it. And I definitely do respect that. Um, But she has some things coming for y'all for sure to be cozy, to look good, to feel good. So again, Courtney, shout out to the Drip Collection and you. I definitely do appreciate you taking the time to come on today to provide that value and to everybody out there listening, you know, continue pushing with me. Let's continue to get down to business, man. I definitely do appreciate all the love and support and much more to come. So thank you everybody for listening. This has been another episode of the Down to Business Podcast here with Tamar Turner.